Well, praise the Lord and good day to you. Welcome to Cross Time with Pastor Curtis. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here in the studio at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. I'm glad you're watching this broadcast today. Whatever day that might be that you found us on social media through some avenue, it's a beautiful sunny day here, and we're looking forward to a great, great weekend this weekend. Uh, tomorrow night, my son Andrew with uh, his wife Rebecca, along with Jonathan and Stephen Milani, will be here this weekend. Tomorrow night at 6 p.m., we'll be in here in the studio doing their podcast, The Scarlet Thread, and uh, going to have a great time, and uh, make sure you tune in uh, to that, and that's going to be on Andrew's Facebook page, uh, so there you'll be able to watch live, and so uh, just make sure you tune in. I've told our folks here, if you live in the area, come on out. There's probably room for about 30 folks in here, first come, first serve. You know how that goes, so come and be a part of that if you can. Watch online if you can. Find it for sure. After the fact, it'll be there on Andrew Hutchinson's Facebook page, and he will be preaching Sunday morning for us here at Crossway Church. So uh, excited about what God's doing uh, among our young people today, and uh, you know, teaching them the Word of God in the context of the blood of Jesus. Oh, what a treasure it truly is! And uh, we're just so blessed to be able to be doing what we're doing uh, with the hand of Christ resting upon us, teaching us as we go the great truths of God's Word. And this morning we're going to be looking at something starting an entirely new session. And uh, we will stay with this session for a season uh, as long as the Lord continues to pour this truth into our heart concerning the, the new uh, hidden inner man where Christianity really takes place, where everything that happens with God happens there. And we're going to see some great, great and wonderful truths that I believe the Lord is going to uh, increase the knowledge of who we really are in Christ, who He really is in us, and, and, and things that we've read in the Bible concerning this hidden, new, inner man that we have that's been newly created using nothing of the past uh, so that we can communicate with God, walk with God, and, and, and learn and grow of the things of the Lord, this, this new and hidden inner man. that The Bible has quite a few things to speak about, but uh, most of it uh, I've, I've never really uh, been able to understand it. Uh, and now that the Lord has brought us back to realizing and believing and understanding that the blood of Jesus is concerning all the words of God. Therefore, now we have the light to walk in beyond what flesh would say about the Word of God, beyond what flesh and carnality and that which is temporary would try to make up about God's Word. But now we can see through the blood of Jesus, not just because we're born again, but because we're born again and looking through Faith in that which caused us to be born again, meaning the cross of Christ, the blood of Jesus, the death of our Savior, God's great redeeming work, and, I, and the application of that to our hearts daily, we can see now the broken bread that we're to be partaking of because God's Word is daily bread if we're seeing it in the light of of the one who came from heaven declared himself to be the bread in his broken manner upon the cross. You've got to see everything through the cross or you're only seeing it with the outer carnal, deceptive, deceitful eyes of the outer man. And, and we're going to see some very interesting things concerning the new and the hidden inner man that... All Christians have within them. 
We're far more than what the, the outward shell looks like. We're far more than this temporary outward shell that we do see and we recognize, but it really isn't what we should be looking at or paying attention to. And we're going to see that today in part one of the hidden inner man. Let's read Ephesians chapter 4 verses 23 and 24 today for our springboard is what I call it, scripture for this series. And I believe the Lord is going to impart truth to those who are hungry for truth. He will teach you truth. And as He's able to teach you the truth, then He guides you into the experiential venue of that truth. And that's how that works. He, he can't guide you in what He's not teaching you in. We're, you know, that's just the reality of it, and we need to know that. But those who are hungering and thirsting after His righteousness learn quickly, if that's the state of their heart, He will show you that all His words are in righteousness. Therefore, Proverbs 8 and 8, So therefore we hunger and thirst for more of the truth of God's words because that's what shows us His righteousness. Proverbs 12 and 17. He that speaks true shows forth righteousness. Don't let these things grow old to you. If they do, your eyesight will grow dim. He that speaks truth shows forth righteousness. Nobody else. The end of that very verse, Proverbs 12 and 17 says, but, uh, uh, but uh, what does it say? He that speaks truth shows forth righteousness, but a deceitful witness, let's look at it, it ain't coming to me. Proverbs 12 and 17, we want to make sure we get this right, but a false witness, deceit. He that speaks truth there's a picture of God's righteousness if he's hearing truth. If we're not seeing the righteousness of Christ, we're not hearing truth. We may be hearing God's word, but either the one presenting it has a wrong focus on it or our focus is wrong. We're putting on it as we hear it. That's why the blood has to be applied to every word or there will be a wrong look at it. It can only be looked at through the blood if it's going to benefit the new and the hidden inner man. Hallelujah. Ephesians 4, 23. The Bible says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Oh, we're going to look at that today. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. First of all, renewed. Renew. Where were you made new? At the cross. That's where he made you new. That's where He forgave you of your sins, justified you, immersed you into His very body. That, that, that's where really everything happened at Calvary's cross because of Calvary's cross. And everything you and I benefit from God will be because of the cross. Even the resurrection was because of the cross. <laughs> the cross wasn't because of the resurrection it took the cross to have a resurrection. Hallelujah. Don't forget these things. So to be renewed means your, the spirit of your mind has to function in the place it was made new. Oh, we're going to see this today. I just believe God's going to impart this to our hearts. And that you put on the new man. See, you, this is not two separate things. This is all one thing. Because to be renewed in the spirit of your mind means you've got to put on the new man. That means you've got to wear that which you are now in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness, which actually means to, that, that we've been created this new creation that we are, we're going to look at that, to be like God, to have the image of God. See, it was always God's will for man to bear his image, God's image, and for man to be like God. 
the children of God, the children of their father. We, he wants us to be like him, our father. Now the devil comes along and deceives Eve and Adam just goes right into it in rebe- with a rebellious heart. But the devil tells us we can be like God. Well, God wants us to be like him. But the devil tells this lie that if you eat off the tree, you're not going to die. Well, our fathers already told us we would. The day you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. Well, who did we believe? We weren't, Adam wasn't believing the one that he wanted to be like, but the liar, the devil, that old serpent told Eve, you'll be like God. You'll be more like God if you eat on the tree, eat of the tree. So God does want us to be like him. We'll never be God. Let's put that on the table. You weren't created to be God. You'll never be God. You'll never be an angel. You're a human being created in God's image. Human beings are the only thing that was created in God's image to bear out God's glory from the inside out. Hallelujah. So let's look at this now. Be renewed, renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man, because that's how this works, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. First of all, we must understand that, get this now, this is, this is very important, that the reason Jesus told Nicodemus that you can't see, you can't enter the kingdom or even see it in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, unless you're born again, is because not until you're born again are you newly created in that which allows you to see God. Remember Hebrews 12 and 14 says, unless we follow after peace, and righteous, and holiness rather, no man can see God. No man can see the Lord if they're not following after peace and holiness, which by the way only happens if one's faith is in the sacrifice. And don't think that's talking about just lost or saved because Peter writes in 2 Peter 1 and 9 that you and I as God's children can go blind. If we forget, if we forget what? That we were purged from our old sins. That don't mean that we no longer, oh, I I don't know anything about sin. I don't know anything about forgiveness. I, I don't know anything. No, no, no. It's not talking about that. It's talking about replacing that with something other. Replacing that. If we forget that it was the blood of Jesus that purged us from our old sins. If we forget that the blood of Jesus is all that God has offered us to be saved and to be being saved and to ultimately be eternally saved and glorified, then we will go blind. The blood of Jesus is the only thing our faith can be in that allows us to see. Thus... That's why God created us as new creations in Christ, yes. But here the Bible says, in righteousness and true holiness. That's why although you're a babe in Christ, we all are when we're first born again, but immediately you have eyes to see the Lord. And as long as you keep looking at what He did to make you new and what it was He created you in to be able to give you that eyesight, you will continue to see. That's why people that go off into these purpose-driven life, the government of 12, the celebrate recovery, thinking that those things are going to bring the power of God to them, they're blind. While I'm not trusting in the cross the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I'm blind. I don't care how much scripture I'm quoting that should be a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It's not unless my faith is in that which allows me to see the Word of God as a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. 
It don't happen, honey, just because I'm reading it or quoting it. It happens. This whole thing is based off what I'm doing with the blood of Jesus. Let's read it again. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And this is why Jesus taught a daily denial of self and a daily taking up of the cross to be able to see him, to be able to follow him. Luke 9, 23, uh, 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 Luke 14, 26, and 27. Anything before him and his way of the cross means blindness, means no discipleship, which means no learning. No matter what we're doing on the outward, no matter what we're doing on the outward, what needs to be happening is where that inner man is and who that inner man is. Created in Christ Jesus, created in righteousness and true holiness. And we're going to look at some things this morning, but that's why immediately Romans 6, 17, and 18 reveal that the moment we obeyed, which we believed in the cross, the gospel, what Jesus did about our sins on Calvary's cross, God calls that us obeying the gospel that form of doctrine which delivered us, freed us from sin. It's written right there in Romans 6, 17 and 18 and made us servants of righteousness because it's the only avenue through which God can be served because the new hidden inner man is the only one that can serve God. Your carnal flesh is not going to. He'll tell you he will, but he won't do it by the way of the cross. That's what's got to be denied is the fleshly, carnal, deceitful, deceptive flesh. And only the new and hidden inner man who was created in righteousness and true holiness can see the Lord and only the new creation can serve God in righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That's why immediately when you were born again, he made you a servant of righteousness because that's what he created you in and it's the only avenue of serving God. It's the only avenue of holiness coming on the scene. Your sleeves being long, your makeup or no makeup or what you eat or don't eat hadn't got a thing to do with holiness, no matter who's lying to you about it. Righteousness is the only avenue of holiness. Romans 6 bears that out. The only thing that's unto holiness is righteousness. And that is that both of those things are what he created us in so that we could be righteous in Christ, be on a righteous path, have a righteous garment around us, and, and bear forth the fruits of that righteousness which is holiness under the Lord. When we read things in the Bible like God commanding us to be holy because He's holy, He created us in righteousness and true holiness. He calls it true holiness because men make up all sorts of lies about what it really is. And when we believe it, we can't be in the process. All those lies they tell is only based on the outside carnal fleshly, deceitful, deceptive flesh and their lust. You can't be like God through the flesh. Only the one who's been created anew within you, that new hidden inner man, can walk with God. He has the image of God. He, he's the only one that can see God. If you're basing everything on the outward, you're going to miss it. When you get saved, you're a new creation. Let's read this now. Be re renewed in the spirit of your mind. If you're taking notes, we'll get to this, I hope, sometime. But go back to Ezekiel chapter 26, and there you'll see where God has promised His people. And we're, by the way, He was talking about Israel one day, the nation, but because they rejected Him, Romans 11 We've been grafting as wild branches into the true vine. And he's given us a new heart and a new spirit. He didn't use anything of the old to make the new. 
We'll see that in just a moment. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The place where God under the new covenant puts his laws, writes his laws. We'll get to that. And that you put on the new man. This is all describing one thing. This is not two different things. If you're going to be renewed in the spirit of your mind, you've got to put on the new man. You've got to let the new man live and stop flushing him, snuffing him out with this outer carnal temporary flesh. And the cross is the only thing that stands in between and makes the difference. Remember, Paul, through the unction of the Holy Spirit, said, I only boast in the cross because that's what crucified me and separated me from the world and the world unto me. And that doesn't mean just the world out there. That means the world that my flesh still tries to act like. Come on now. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Uh, we've been created, re made new, become new creations in Christ Jesus created in righteousness and true holiness because it's the only avenue of being and becoming like God. The only avenue of becoming like our Heavenly Father through looking at our Savior and what He did at Calvary because that's what we're being made conformable to if we're going to be experiencing this process. Now, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and I believe the Lord will show it to us in a great manner today. Let's look at verse 15 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For the love, no, 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 here it is in verse 15 of 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And that he, Christ, died for all. Oh, that they which should live, that they which live should not, henceforth, means from now on, live unto themselves, this outward carnal fleshly self, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Unto him, the only one that can live unto him is the new inner hidden man, that new creation that we are in Christ Jesus. Watch. Wherefore, from now on, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet from now on, we know him no more. They're talking, not that they don't know Christ anymore, but they don't know him after the flesh anymore. They don't know him by what he appeared in, in a body on this earth. He, they don't know him after the flesh anymore. He's at the right hand of God in a glorified body. They don't know him after the flesh anymore. They don't know him through carnal and fleshly means. Watch now, verse 17. We, we've heard it all our Christian lives. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, born again believers, those who've trusted in the death of Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins, they are in Christ. And he, they are a new creation, a new creature. That, that new and hidden inner man that's created in righteousness and true holiness, you did not have until you believed upon Jesus Christ and his work of redemption in death on Calvary's cross for the forgiveness of your sins. The moment you believed in that, God in his really unexplainable, it's called the operation of God in the Bible, made you a new creation, gave you a new spirit and a, a new heart and, 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 and just, just your soul and your spirit became brand new. Now you still got a law at work in your members that we'll get to eventually that's working against the law of your mind 
the very place, uh, Hebrews chapter 8 and Hebrews chapter 10 tells us that God writes His laws in our mind. He puts them in our heart. He puts them because now we've got a new heart and a new spirit. The spirit of our mind, that new spirit by which God gave us, a new spirit, that, that spirit of that new man, he's got a different mind than this outer carnal thing renewed in that new spirit of that new mind that you have, that place where God puts his law. Watch this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He's a new creature. You still look the same on the outside. Sometimes, though, that does get better. Look, that does get better, even change when you get born again. But what's happening is on the inside of you. Just because you get born again doesn't mean anything will change the flesh because we no longer know things after the flesh. We just read it. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, he's a new creature. Watch, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are or become new. That simply, part of that means, who knows the fullness of what anything God said. They, all of his words have eternal significance. But a part of what this means is that that new and hidden inner man, that is a great price to God, has been created anew using absolutely nothing from the past. So don't ever say, well, you know, uh, that and this and all the other, that's made me who I am today. No, you're talking about the outward carnal fleshly. You're not the product of your past life. Maybe, maybe the, outs, the outer man, the, the shell is, but we need to quit focusing on all that. I'm, I'm just a product of a bad this, a bad that. A, something happened to me when I was young. Something happened to me when I was a teenager. I'm just a product of all that. If you're in Christ Jesus, you're a new creation and all things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new and you are not a product of your past. You, my friend, are a product of the precious blood of Jesus being shed on Calvary's cross. Uh, you're a product of Calvary. Hey, 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 glory to God. You're a product of Calvary's cross. You're not, it, 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 this, is, this is what you need to be looking at instead of all those things that we know we're not supposed to be focused on the carnal flesh and knowing men by outward flesh. I know that man because he's, his name is in, and we've been acquainted. It's not talking about that. It's talking about our focus what we're tied to, what, what we're being led by, which part of us is, is growing and being strengthened. Is it my flesh by the world because I'm being conformed into that because I don't know anything except what's going on around me. This, this is such an important teaching because the Christian, if he's just all wrapped up in what's going on around him, there is absolutely no telling what will happen to him. Anything that's happening to the world can happen to to a Christian if he gets wrapped up and entangled in all the worldly affairs. You better know that. But if you will be renewed in the spirit of your mind, which is putting on the new man that was created after God in righteousness and true holiness, then you'll find yourself like in verse 26 of Ephesians 4 or verse 25, you'll find the Holy Spirit empowering, strengthening, not your flesh. He doesn't strengthen your flesh. Oh God, just strengthen me where I won't do that. Where He gives strength is the inner man. Let's see if we can find that. Let's see if we can find that. 
Uh, right here in Ephesians 3 and 16. My goodness, wonderful truth it is. Watch Ephesians 3, 16, the prayer of the Apostle Paul, by the way, led by the Holy Spirit to pray this prayer that he would grant you, Ephesians 3, 16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory <laughs> to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Oh my goodness. And if the inner man can be strengthened, it means the inner man can be weakened. If we focus on the carnal, fleshly things, this is why... This is a, a, of a great truth as to why we can't get entangled in all these worldly affairs going on and snuff out this new hidden inner man that needs to be strengthened with God's might by His Spirit. He don't strengthen our flesh. He strengthens with His might this newly created, hidden, beautiful in His sight, hidden man the one that was created in Christ Jesus in righteousness and true holiness. Did you see this? I, I hope you're seeing this. I hope it's not just another Bible verse. Uh, uh, it, it, man, this is powerful. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory <clears throat> to be strengthened with might by his spirit. It takes his spirit in the inner man. Let's make a statement this morning and maybe discuss it as much as we can. But what is it, who is it that's being conformed into the image of God's Son? Who is it that's being made conformable unto the death of Jesus? It's our inner man. It's not our flesh and there is nothing else. It's the outward man and the inner man. So which one of those is being made conformable to the Son of God? Which one of those is being made conformable unto His death? Philippians 3.10 and, and Romans 8.29 it gives us the clarity of actually what it means and what it is we're being made conformable to as we're being conformed to the image of God's Son. It's his death. Because in the death of Jesus, God saw his son as a humble and perfectly obedient man. Really, he saw him as the Lamb of God that came to take away our sins. Humble, meek, obedient, lowly. Trusting in, Peter wrote, I believe it's 1 Peter 1.23 if you're taking notes. Uh, trusting in, not reviling back when reviled, not threatening back when suffered, suffering, but trusting, committing himself to the one who judges righteously. You see, the work on the cross was the righteous work being perfected, completed, and offered to all humanity. And those who believe upon the work of Christ on Calvary's cross become on the inside this new hidden inner man created in that righteousness and that true holiness offered only from that place and offered not just initially to be made anew in that but offered the opportunity daily to walk in that faith of the Son of God. That's the faith we live by, or we're not living, Galatians 2.20, to bear forth the fruits of that righteousness and true holiness. So think about this for a minute. Let's get back to our point. It's very, very great, great discussion. And if you make any comments, 
put any questions you have. If you don't want anybody seeing your questions, I know how Christians are. I don't, I don't want anybody to think I don't know everything. Now, I'll tell them I don't know everything, but I don't want nobody to know I don't know everything. You can email me at curtishutchinson at att.net or you can send me a private message in Messenger and we can talk about these things. But what is it that's being conformed into the image of God's Son? What is it that's being made conformable unto the death of Jesus? It ain't my flesh. It's not being conformed to nothing. You let it, you let it be conformed. It can only be conformed to this world. The flesh is to be denied... The cross is to be taken up so the new, hidden, beautiful inner man can be strengthened with the might of Almighty God by His Spirit. You get that? God's not in the business of of strengthening your outer man. The Bible says, uh, we'll get to it, the outer man is perishing. It's not being conformed into the image of God. The outer man, the flesh, is not going to take up a cross. It's got to be denied. So who we really are in Christ Jesus can take up the cross and receive that might by the Spirit of God. Because listen, let's get back. This is so wonderful to see the truths righteously divided in God's Word. Christians, those that God foreknew before the foundation of the world, those that were chosen in Him, Ephesians 1.4, before the foundation of the world, in Him, in the Lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, He says in Romans 8.29, are those who are being conformed. Those He predestined to be conformed into the image of His Son. And that's those who would choose to believe upon Christ. We're not robots. We have free moral choice. Every human being that's ever lived has. But what does it mean to be being conformed into the image of His Son? Not by going and working hard according to this outward flesh to do a bunch of stuff. No. Philippians 3.10 tells us that it's actually... Those that he foreknew are those who are being made conformable unto the death of Jesus. This is so important. You don't hear this taught. It's not a bloody, gory mess hanging on a tree that we're being conformed into the image of. It's the nature of the Lamb. The Bible says that we are partakers of Christ in Hebrews. And the Bible also says, Peter wrote that we're partakers of that divine nature. Well, partaking of Christ and of the divine nature is to be partaking of the Lamb of God. Faith in the cross is to be partaking, eating of the Lamb. Jesus said, you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you. He's the Lamb that God sent. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, We're to be being conformed into the image of God's Son, Romans 8, 29. We are to be being made conformable unto His death on the cross, which means in 2 Corinthians 3 and 18 really even shows more specifics of it. Tells us that by the Spirit of God, as we behold the glory of God, we're changed into that same image by the Spirit of God. Well, those, th- those three scriptures, you cannot separate conformed into the image of God's Son, being made conformable unto His death, and beholding the glory to be able to be changed into the same image by the Spirit of that glory. If you move away from the focus of Calvary, you'll never understand what it means to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That new mind that God gave you, that new spirit and that new heart that your mind is all wrapped up in. You have a new spirit and a new heart. Uh, Ezekiel 
chapter 36 tells us again that God was going to do that for us under this new covenant would provide that for us. Yes, it's talking about Israel there, but again, they rejected him. We're grafted in. We're experiencing in part now that which he promised them so long ago. We have a new heart. We have a new mind. We have a new spirit. Hallelujah. We are a newly created person in Christ Jesus, in righteousness and true holiness. Everybody okay now? So this inner man is the one who can be strengthened with might by the Spirit of God, Ephesians 3.16. Look at it with me. Let's read it all together now again. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Where did God pour out the riches of his glory? Where do you see the riches of his glory? If you don't say the cross, you don't know what to look at. If you don't think it's the cross, my friend, if you don't think it's what Christ did on that tree there that day, then you're looking only with carnal, fleshly, outward man eyes. The newly created inner man is the only one that can behold what took place on Calvary's cross and appreciate it and love that righteousness. The reason the church today is not loving the righteousness of God and hungering and thirsting after the righteousness of God is because we've been only concerned about outward, carnal, fleshly things on the outside while we've snuffed out the new, hidden, beautiful inner man newly created in Christ in righteousness and true holiness. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb. <coughs> We can't love righteousness outside of the newly creation that we are in Christ. But notice that he would grant you, and we're still in Ephesians 3 and 16, that he would grant you. This is something God grants those who walk after the Spirit. Keep their faith in the cross is what walking after the Spirit means. Get away from... <coughs> from the uh, uh, fables and fairy tales and presumptions and assumptions and, and all dealing with the outward man. The new hidden inner man's the only one that can walk in truth with the Lord and be led and taught into more truth. The outward man can't go. It's a shell, but e even the law that, that's in us that's contrary to everything I'm telling you, Galatians 5 and 17, please write it down and look at it later. It's a, it's a war, it's a striving that will never end between flesh and spirit. It won't stop till you get to be with your Jesus and then that will be over. But until then, it is an unending strife and, <coughs> and one or the other other are we being conformed into the image of? That's why Paul wrote to the church in Rome, be not conformed to this world. Why do you have to tell us that? Because we can be. We can be. Don't, don't listen to those ministers that say, well, we can't be because we're saved. And that was for, no, can't nobody else even understand that. Only the new created inner man can understand, receive, and walk in, receive, and walk in the truths of God. They're for us so that the inner man won't be snuffed out and the outward man rule and temporary man rule and reign in this temporary place we are, but that the other will happen. See, although there's a constant striving between flesh and spirit, again, Galatians 5, 17, if the inner man is being strengthened by the spirit with the might of Almighty God, then the flesh that's temporary can't rule, can't have dominion over us. Listen. If we're living under grace and not under law, the sin nature cannot dominate us. What's that mean? 
We can be dominated by the sin nature in every person on the planet is, including Christians, who doesn't have their faith in the cross alone. Doesn't matter. They're, well, we're doing good things over here too. It ain't about you doing all that good stuff. Well, the Bible says, let your good works be seen before men. But God sees what the good works are. They can only emanate through the new hidden inner man. They don't take place just because this outer man goes and does a good work. We, we do good works and, and we stamp them as good works, but God could be looking and saying that ain't a good work because only your outer carnal man is doing that for some hidden, selfish, prideful reasonings. And only if we're renewed in the spirit of our mind are we going to be able to understand when that's going on, when that's taking place. You've got to understand Hebrews chapter 5 verses 12 through 14 tell the difference between those on the milk and those on the meat, those who are babes and those who are growing into full age. And the difference is the cross. Well, it don't say that there, brother. Well, it surely does. It don't say the word cross, but it says those who are on the meat are those who are skillful, meaning experienced, in the word of righteousness. The only avenue through which righteousness comes is the cross of Christ. That means every word has to be seen in light of the blood of Jesus. Those who disagree are a part of what the Antichrist is proclaiming. In, in, in its own outward, carnal, fleshly, look good stuff, but it ain't got anything to do with the inner man. It hasn't got anything to do with the inner man. The inner man wants to be more like the one that made him new. Mm. The inner man wants to be strengthened with the might of God by the Holy Spirit. The inner man knows he can't be strengthened by God with the might of God by the Spirit if we're all about the outer. If the Spirit and the flesh are contrary one to another and constantly striving against each other, that means one can rule over the other. That's what it means. If the sin nature dominates a believer because they're trusting in what they're doing, which is always law. Law is not just Ten Commandments of Moses. Law is, I believe if I walk around the house three times and confess this scripture and just quote it three times, or if I do this or if I do that, even the things written in the Bible, that God will deliver me. No, He won't because that's what you're doing and your faith is in what you're doing. That's always law. But your faith is not in Christ and what He did. If it is, that stuff gets pushed away and now God can strengthen with His might that inner man. Hallelujah. And again, if the inner man can be strengthened, that means he can also be weakened because the flesh and the spirit, they're contrary. They're striving. Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Let's get back to this now. Let's see where we are here. So let's get back to our springboard scripture this morning. Ephesians 4, 23 and 24. I have a, a, a very good unction right now that this is going to be a, 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 a drawn out deal because the Lord is revealing right now, and I hope you're sensing this too by the Spirit of God, that this is a much needed, much needed to be understood teaching. Much needed. And, 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 and you, you won't hear these things taught properly unless whoever you're listening to is focused on Calvary's cross. I'm not talking about saying the word cross. I'm talking about that's what their boast is in. That's what they preach. That's what they teach. That's what they point you to. Because the word of God that's not dipped in the blood of Jesus, it's not going to help. It's not going to help. It's only going to harm. Because if it's not seen through the light of the cross, then that means it's seen through the law that God has put away, put away, and now is establishing the new law in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. 
and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. It's talking about the new man's mind where God writes his laws. Hebrews 8 and Hebrews 10. The new covenant is about God putting his words in our heart, writing them in our minds. You understand that? Let's come down here a little bit and see this. Watch this. Romans 7, 22 and 23, and we'll cover this later, but I want to add this right now. Romans 7, 22 and 23, Paul says this, For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, that new creation in Christ, that, that new creation that was created in righteousness and true holiness. I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members. And it's warring against the law of my mind. Now he says, I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but yet there's another law at work in my members and it's warring against that law of my mind, the laws that God is now writing in his mind, which is the experience of the new covenant that takes place only by the spirit in the inner man, not the outer man. Outer man's got to go. We'll get to the scripture. The outer man is perishing daily, but the inner man is being what? Renewed day by day. My goodness, it just gets better by the minute. Watch now. But I see another law in my members, warring, warring, constant war against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. In the members of my body, in this flesh, there is a law of sin working and warring against the law that God now writes in our minds as new covenant recipients. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And there's, it's the story of the new covenant. What we have in Christ, who we are in Him, who He is in us, that we've been given a new heart, a new spirit, uh, which includes the new mind as a part of all that. The, place, the only place He can write His laws, His, His words of truth and righteousness in our minds, in our hearts, in that new spirit, in that newly created soul and spirit. But there will always be a war. And if we don't learn to fight the good fight of faith, if we don't learn to keep our faith in the cross, and I'm not talking about back when you were born again, I'm talking about that same faith that got you born again has to be the faith you're living by today. <coughs> what we've done for 2,000 years as a church We've looked at that as, 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 as our entrance, the born-again experience through faith in the blood of Jesus. But now, uh, deceitfully so, listening to deceitful witnesses, we've been distracted from the truth that the only way that newly created inner man can be strengthened and grow and be made conformable unto the death of Jesus, the Son of God, is through faith in the cross. Faith in the cross. The flesh will not have anything of it. The flesh will tell you, let's serve God. But it'll be our way. Remember? What did Eve, what did the devil show Eve? How the tree would be beneficial to her flesh. What it would do for her instead of what God would do for her. You see, it would make her wise. What would make her wise? Her partaking, her doing, her partaking of a tree that God had said don't partake of. Lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. That's what's in the world, and that's what drives our flesh. That's what drives, that's what drives that law that's warring in our members against the law of our mind. The law of our mind 
is the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 2. Are you okay this morning? I know I've said a lot and I know we've shared some scriptures but we've, we've barely tapped into where the Lord is going to lead us and, and attempt to help us. And you say, well, this is something that the whole body of Christ needs to hear. How, how, how come he's not giving this to those places where the multitude listen? God, listen, he's giving it to you. Don't, that's that outer man. It's, that's that outer fleshly man that's still trying to figure things out. Why and why not and why and why not? Focus on Christ and what he did for you at Calvary so that you can see more and more of how much your heavenly Father really loves you and what it is He's made you in His Son and offering you through this transformational process called sanctification, being conformed into the image of His Son. Your flesh is not. It's that new hidden inner man. Your flesh is not being made conformable under the death of Jesus. And your flesh can't glory, can't be changed into the glory. This old thing here and everything about it other than the Spirit of God that dwells in it and the new man that dwells in this vessel is going to go back to being dirt. And when this earth is regenerated and made new, the Bible says the world and everything in the world is going to burn up with fervent heat. The only things that are going to survive is the Spirit of God who is God who will always be eternally and the new man, the new man. This whole thing here and all its wars and all the things that are contrary to who we are in Christ and trying to constantly get us to focus on the outward and live based on the outward when we shouldn't be knowing anybody based on the outward but only that true hidden inner man. And we'll see that a little bit more next Friday. And I believe God's going to show us some great and marvelous things. Who are they that God is showing His covenant? Those that fear Him, Psalms 25, 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear Him. And He shows them His covenant. That means the benefits of His covenant. But it doesn't just mean... He's showing them the benefits of His covenant. A lot of people look in the Bible and see what the benefits should be. But if He's not showing you the covenant, it's because you don't fear Him. And if the benefits are lacking of the new covenant, it's because you're not seeing the new covenant. You're not seeing it. He's not showing it to you. He's trying to. And He wants to more than you want to see. But He... You got to see the new covenant before you can start experiencing the new covenant benefits. And you and I need to learn these wonderful and marvelous truths that are in God's Word hidden, not from us, but for us, because it's only those that fear Him that step into His knowledge. It's only those that fear Him that begin to step into His wisdom. And the preaching, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of His wisdom and knowledge. But the preaching of the cross, my friend, is that wisdom. Never move away from it. I'm glad you tuned in. Please share, help us share these broadcasts on any avenue you've got. It's a desperate time. The church is desperate whether they realize it or not. Most who think they're the closest to the Lord are the farthest away. Most today are all wrapped up in outward, carnal, fleshly things while the inner man is being pushed aside, snuffed aside, not recognized, not understood, not, not known. While the flesh and that which is contrary to the spirit rages and controls all that that's temporary, my friends, need not rule over that which is eternal. So let's learn these wonderful truths together. And we will see the Holy Spirit doing great and mighty things in our lives if we keep our focus on the Lord and what He did at Calvary. I know you've been blessed. If the Lord stirs your heart to be a part of a ministry such as this at Crossway Church,
I encourage you to listen to him. I believe he, he, he has told many people to sow into where the focus, the focus of the entire ministry is the cross. Because he only speaks through the cross and works through the cross. Only, exclusively. And if he's stirred your heart to give financially, I know you're praying for us, I hope you are, then you can sow good seed into good ground at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can simply text the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. God bless you. We love you. I'll see you in the podcast tomorrow night with Andrew and Jonathan and Stephen Milani at 6 p.m. Central Time here in the studio the Scarlet Thread. We're going to have a great time and Andrew's preaching Sunday morning so don't forget to tune in if you can't drive in. God bless you. We love you. Till next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then. God bless you.